Hey guys, I'm your host, Angel. Hey guys, I'm your host, Paige, and this is the Dear Little Me podcast. A podcast where we give you all of your information you need to know about our Lord and Savior. I'm kidding. <laughs> I knew you were going to say um, we, we upload every single Sunday, uh, except for this week. We're changing things up a little bit, uploading twice this week. Um, but normally you can catch us every Sunday with your weekly dose of Demi. Um, just a little reminder to those of you watching on YouTube, it helps us so, 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 so much if you listen on a streaming platform at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcasts, just go listen to us over there and then come watch us or do it at the same time, whatever your preference is, but it helps us a ton. So thank you. Yes. Again. <laughs> yes. So we have uh, a lot to talk about in this episode because we just got the uh, Call Her Daddy podcast episode. So we're going to be talking about that and our thoughts on that because that was insane. A lot um, of things exposed that we didn't know about. <laughs> yes. So that is going to be a little bit later in this podcast episode, but we did want to talk about, cause we didn't even touch on tour at all. Tour and GMA. So Demi's tour, I feel like, it, cause Demi didn't Demi just post the other day, like tour officially kicks off soon. So I feel like those tour dates in quotations, we'll say were up before the tour was announced so these shows were already like in the works before I feel like a tour was officially fully planned and whatnot but it's like a prequel to the tour yeah and it's like the fair it's like the festivals and the fairs that Demi were performing so I wonder if the tour is going to be different than the show that I went to I went to the Illinois State Fair the opening night I assumed it was the opening night of tour but I don't know I feel like the set was a little short but I think that could be just because I didn't want it to end so it just of course it felt like it went by in the blink of an eye um so I am really happy with the set list if that would be the set list for tour maybe sprinkle some other throwbacks in or some other ones from the album I would be really happy with it do you did you see the set list or were you waiting like are you holding off on viewing stuff yeah, no, I was waiting to see like what happened, but like, did, did I, I mean, the album wasn't technically out when you, yeah, like, did yeah, you so the, like, it wasn't. So, a lot of like a lot of the songs, opening song was Holy Fuck, and like no one knew except for yeah. the snippet that Demi posted. So, uh, if you guys don't know, Angel and I are going to be going and seeing Demi October 9th in Connecticut. I'm super excited to see Demi again because this time I know all the songs. I think Demi performed, um, City of Angels, which I did kind of know because the pretty much Demi or played the whole snippet but City of Angels um what else I think Eat Me Happy Ending Forever For Me so there's a lot of songs that we but I'm assuming everybody in the crowd except for probably Jutes was there we're gonna talk <laughs> about him um they we didn't was, know um, sorry was Royal and the Serpent and Dead Sarah there or like are they no. gonna be for tour yes they I was yeah because they're opening for Demi so I think so okay. so I'm I'm sure that they'll come out for those songs I would yeah. think right that would be if they didn't that would be kind of like a missed opportunity yeah so I'm really excited um I actually liked that Demi didn't do any outfit changes but I wonder if they're going to when they're actually like on tour at yeah. theaters and stuff yeah. so we'll we'll see but I did like it it just was just constant it was continuous like Demi didn't go off stage at all it was, it was really good I liked it. I can't wait to see it again. Be closer. Yes, I can't wait to actually be at a Demi concert together after four fucking years. <laughs> I know. I know. It's about time. And it's going to be so worth it. I feel like this is like the perfect concert for us to go to. Because I feel like at 
if we did see Demi and Atlantic City when we were supposed to, that wasn't going to be like a full concert, I'm sure. Like it was, it was going to be, you know, Demi's hits and that's it. You know, Cool yeah. from the Summer, Sorry Now Sorry, and whatever our songs were popular at the time. I can't even remember it was so long ago. Um, so I'm really excited to experience that together. And then we're going to, we got to do like our experience, like our concert experience at the show. Cause yeah. I feel like something, something always happens to me at a Demi concert. I feel like, so there's going to be some, like, if you're going with me, like be prepared for something to happen. Cause something always does <laughs> like even something little, like I remember I forgot my shoes. Like that I was supposed to wear. So I had to wear like ugly. Uh, no, I actually went back to my house and got the shoes. It's, I have a whole, st- um, I think I did videos on it back in the day, but I'm not leaving until, uh, like Monday morning. So if anything, like it's the show is Sunday night. So maybe if we're not like absolutely exhausted Sunday night, we can like record an episode of like what our experience is. Good, right. Us after the show, we'll be like sweating. Like we're <laughs> exactly. going to mess, just melting. <laughs> um, well, I, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was good morning. I went and saw Demi um, as well. I think we kind of talked about it in the last episode, but I didn't talk about this like on social media or on um, the podcast or anything or in my vlog. But Good Morning Lyrica, always so interesting. Last time I did it was 2016 and I said I would never do it again. And I did because Demi's got, got a hold on me. So, but thank God I took Josh with me. If you guys don't know who Josh is, he's my fiance. I took him with me. He came with me and thank God he was there because he was holding me from the back. Like I was about to pass out. I was so, I was like, you need to hold, like he was like, had his arms around me. Like I was leaning up on him. I was like, you need to hold me because I was recording like on Instagram live. I had, I wish Josh took a a picture of me, but he was like recording on, he had my phone on my Instagram live and I was recording on my camera for the vlog. So then I felt bad because I kept telling him like to like record on my phone so I had both in my hands I'm holding my camera like this and have my phone like this my hands are so tired and they're so exhausted I was like I need to get this footage for everybody I gotta make up for like not being able to go live for the opening night because I didn't have wi-fi so I was like I'm dying it was so hot I didn't have water I was sweating drenched and I was like Josh you have to put your arms around me you need to like keep me stable so I'm over here like (laughs) the things I do I was like I need to get the content for everybody Yes. <laughs> but it was uh, he'll tell you like I'm not even making up I was like I'm gonna pass out and I was like with uh Ashley you, you know Ashley of course our friend Ashley our mutual friend and I was like do you have water and she had thrown it out before we got like into the where we we're gonna be standing but we were standing for like hours before Demi had actually like come out so it was uh it was rough but it was fun it was a lot of fun I really had a good time you had an experience in 2016 in different ways. Yes. Like I got a better spot this time around. Um, I didn't have to camp out as long, which was really cool. And so, but the only thing is I wish the first time I saw demand GMA, they performed uh, like a lot of other songs that weren't actually aired on, on TV. So we got like an, a concert. This one, it was just three songs. We heard each song twice. So we got like six songs. Well, it was two. They're all the same, but it was just, we were told by GMA, they're like, oh, like, we're after this one, like, there's going to be a, a couple surprises, some exclusive songs for you guys. I don't know if it was because Demi was, like, getting hot. Like, you could see, like, Demi was, like, it's hot, like, in my vlog. And it was hot that morning. Um, So I don't know if they decided, like, they didn't want to uh, perform anymore because of how hot it was. But 
we were told like there was going to be more songs. So, um, and that's what I was expecting just because that's how it was the first time. But I really did have a great experience overall. Like I really couldn't complain. It was free. So there's really nothing that we can complain about. But I would be nice to have heard like, I was expecting since it was album release day, like that we would hear something else from the album, but that's okay. So you got three songs that Demi sang twice? Yeah, so they like sound checked it and then recorded it live. So we heard it twice, so yeah. But I think last time when we saw, I saw Demi and Good Morning Morning America, it was Cool for the Summer, because this is in 2016. So sorry, no, sorry, it wasn't even out. Cool for the Summer, Stone Cold, For You, Neon Lights, Confident. I think that might've been it, but it was, it was, there was definitely more songs, so. Yeah. But other, other than that, it was good. Um, I was so thirsty after that. I was, I, we went to have breakfast and I was like, just chugging the water. It was crazy. Um, but I think we're moving on to the main topic of the podcast this week. Want to let them know? Yes. So um, the episode of Call Her Daddy aired. Um, if you don't know, it's a podcast um, on Spotify. It's on YouTube also, but I looked and nothing has been posted on YouTube in like a year. So primarily Spotify um and basically like the host just talks to different celebrities on the show and yada 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 so basically um Demi was on this episode and we got some we got some tea um Mm. like literally very early on in the podcast too like it went straight into it um so Demi basically um was talking about like their old management um and like talking about how some illegal shit that was going on that they should have definitely been like fined for or you know um, should I say it do you want to say it out oh um which part I mean there's so much that they did they really mistreated Demi and we had heard some of this stuff back in what 2020 when Demi was on Ellen we heard that like they would take the phone out of Demi's room so that she couldn't call room service and I was just like that was shocking but the fact that Demi just opened up and said not only did they do that but they barricaded Demi into the hotel room so they physically could not escape like that is ridiculous insane and I don't get like the thought process because I go back to like when Demi would talk about their management back at the end the time and like we're going to touch on it in our dear little me segment like you would think that Demi was like I have such great people around me it's like what was going on like did I don't even know if Demi even really knew no because they said that was it Max or somebody told Demi that they were barricading yeah we had no idea but I just wanted why what was their goal like obviously like I get like I don't know I think they were trying not to like obviously um like say that okay but like I think like maybe the thought process was like keeping Demi from like binging. So that's why like they didn't want Demi to order room service, like in fear that like they were going to order like everything on the menu or something. But either way, like personally, like coming from someone that struggles with an eating disorder, like Demi even said on the podcast, control is something that is like very detrimental in an eating disorder. Like if someone's just trying to control your food, it just makes it worse. So right. like if they were trying to protect Demi from binging, like it was going to happen anyway. Yes. Yeah, so- and the fact that Demi went to them and told them I need help like I you know this that and they're like you're not sick enough so clearly Demi saw like realized I need to get some help like I'm not in a good place and they 
would rather barricade Demi in their hotel room and not allow them to eat. Like Demi saw the signs of that, that something was wrong, but they weren't doing anything to help them. Like it just, it's like, if it's different, I don't think any, there's any circumstance that should, that would be like what they did is okay. Like nothing would ever be like, I don't think anyone could say that, but if they had to do something like that, but you literally, the person that you're looking after that is paying your fucking bills is saying, I need help. And your, your go-to thing is like, okay, well, no, you really don't need help. You're not sick enough, but we'll keep just like locking you in your room and fucking barricading you in and taking your phone away and not letting you like eat when you want to. That's just disgusting. It's so disgusting. I can't even put like my thought process actually into words. Like it doesn't even sound right, but I just can't it was also dangerous. Out. Like it was like Demi literally opened up and said that they were throwing up like blood. Like that is dangerous. Yes. Not even just like regular like binge purge, whatever. Like Demi was throwing up blood. Like that could have led to like serious health concerns. Mm-hmm. And for them to be like, no, it's fine. You're okay. We're just gonna, like you said, keep barricading you in your room. Or like when uh Demi talked about it on Ellen a while ago when like mm-hmm. they go to a different um like interviews and stuff for like in the dressing room, like all sweets have to be taken yeah. out like beforehand. Yeah. Like, Crazy. That was like when I did, I think we talked about it when I did, no, maybe not. When I did dressing room with Demi, I don't remember if we talked about this. When I did dressing well, room, out of the room. Well, when we did dressing room, if you guys don't know, um, when you did dressing room with Demi, you got to have whatever food and like treats and drinks and whatever you wanted in your room. So I requested, I believe it was me that requested gummy worms because they're like my favorite candy. And Demi came in and one of the first things that they did was went over to see like oh what she she was like what do you have and she's like oh oh I want it I requested gum you could hear it in my vlog oh I requested gummy bears um in my dressing room but I never got them and and so Demi was there like eating the candy and stuff and then took one of our well it was like an icy drink those were I requested those two grapefruit ones those are my freaking favorite but um yeah, it was just so sad to see because at the time you had, I had no idea. We had, no one had any idea, I'm sure, what was going on. And that was 2018. So that was like prime Demi struggling with the eating disorder right. too. Right. Because then do you remember, um, do you remember in 2018 when Demi was like, I'm, I'm like, I stopped dieting. Yeah. And so um, they're opening up about that. Like, I just, I feel like there's a lot that Demi is not telling us about their team. But then I went back and was listening to, melon cake because someone brought up the fact that Demi sang lyrics like no more barricades and doorways and I never ever thought that that would be something that had actually happened to Demi but yeah. I, like and I was going through the lyrics and I was like oh my god I forgot like somebody got fired because they had chocolate in the back seat of a car and I'm like that's just crazy I would I don't think Demi needs to ever share what else they did but I feel like they should be called out because this is disgusting behavior. Like what, I don't know who else these people manage, but I just, I hopefully know. I mean, I don't know who the, it seemed like the main uh, suspect and is Mike Bear. Bear, Yeah. But I'm like, Mike is still out there like doing um, like talks and like his book and like, he's still like, he shouldn't be like, he shouldn't have a platform. Like Mm -hmm. he's, literally that should have been illegal like I don't understand how he wasn't like charged with something like you're literally keeping someone locked up like that's I don't know kidnapping like what would that be called I don't like that's just inhumane it's 
it's horrible. Like, and also, I just think back to Demi used to talk so highly about Mike. So it's just like, what was Demi like? This is maybe Demi was like, this is just how it is. Like, that's what their normal was was being treated like that, being controlled. I feel like that Mike might have been might have told Demi like, you need like you can't say like what we're doing or else like you're we're walking away because like their main thing was threatening to walk away from Demi and I feel like like Demi said on the podcast like that that's why they started using again because Demi's team said if you use we walk and that was like Demi's only escape which is really upsetting because like Demi should have felt like they had a way out other than using drugs Mm -hmm. but I feel like Mike definitely like put in Demi's head like if you say anything about what we're doing like you're not gonna have the management anymore yeah and so Demi was like all right yeah now now I know what I need to do okay we're gonna do it and then it was like a downward word spiral spiral but I just and then also another thing that just stick out to me in um the podcast episode was how you remember when Demi was talking about their relationship and they turned to their team was like can I say that and then they were uh was it I'm sorry who's the host of it I can't why can't her name is her name my god I literally know it and I can't remember someone someone daddy host fuck literally on the tip of my tongue um she was like oh it's your life like you can do whatever you want like that just goes to show that that's what she's used to is like asking somebody had um I tweeted about it and someone quote tweeted and they were like to be fair usually things like that need to be run through PR before like they're announced but like it shouldn't. I understand from like, I guess a business point of view, like a yeah, PR, but like if Demi, Demi is the boss, like Demi yeah. is the boss. Demi and pays your bills. <laughs> exactly. So they should be able to say whenever like they want to open up about a relationship they're, they're in, they shouldn't have to be asking for permission. They are 30 years old. The fact that Demi went and turned to people like that just shows how controlled they were for so long. And I hope that I hope that Demi's team now is treating treating them well because we all thought that Demi's team had had her best interest at heart back in the day and we were clearly wrong. And so I'm hoping that Demi is being honest. And I do think that that they are with how highly they talk about their team now. But it's always going to be in the back of my head because shit like this comes out and it's like, well, we would have never imagined that. Yeah. I remember seeing the the melon cake back in the day. Demi seems like they were so happy to have a, a watermelon cake with a freaking sugar-free Cool Whip. I was like, no one blinked an eye at it. No one was like, this is not normal, you know, yeah. until like they opened up about that stuff. It's like, it wasn't even really their choice. Yeah. So something else I wanted to touch on that like really stuck out to me in the podcast episode was, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> no. So <laughs> Demi was talking about how they looked at their manager Phil as like a father figure and now like they're trying to like back away from that and look at Scooter as like just strictly business and I think that that's like a really big like change I don't know what I was trying to say really big like step for Demi because um I feel like Demi definitely like struggled in the past with like codependency and like they didn't grow up with a father figure I mean they're step their stepdad but like looking for like someone to like nurture them instead of it being business and I think that that's definitely like another like part that like kept Demi in that management for so long was because that was like their father figure so they couldn't yeah yeah that's such a good point because Phil came into Demi's life at such a young age Demi was like 15 right yeah 15 so that is you're a kid you see somebody like that who's who seems to 
have your best interest at heart. I mean, from what Demi was saying, it seemed like like Mike was really the 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 one that did all this, or maybe, yeah. but I'm sure Phil clearly Demi wasn't happy with Phil. Otherwise, Phil would still be part of Demi's team. Yeah. So something obviously happened there. We kind of briefly know, but I mean, he let this stuff happen at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and so it's just sad. I just. I think a lot of people are sick and tired of hearing Demi open up about these things, but I really do feel it's very therapeutic for Demi. And I feel like they, people, these people should be called out because that is not right. Yeah. Like it is absolutely disgusting. I, I, I watched it with Josh. He was like, let's watch it together. And he was like, are you kidding me? Like, even at the end, like when, like we were just touching on, ask the management can I say that Josh was like isn't that just insane because like we don't think about that stuff like we don't think like oh should I post that I'm in a relationship on Instagram like you know yeah. what I mean we don't think twice about it we don't have to ask anybody especially at our our age yeah I'm 30 years old poor thing poor thing so hopefully the 30s are going to be good for Demi and um uh, one other thing that we wanted to, to mention from the podcast episode was that there's supposedly a Disney project coming out. I'm not holding my breath for it. Just knowing Demi, I just feel like it's not going to actually happen. But did I'm, you I'm hoping because literally Demi said that it's going to involve like all the like OG Disney characters, characters mm-hmm. like people. Um, <laughs> Mickey so, Mouse. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so I like if we get like a whole like, like a, because you remember the Sunny with a Chance, like 10 year, whatever Zoom mm-hmm. call that they did. I feel like yeah. it would be like that with like, you know, like they were all on Zoom, like Demi, Selena, Miley, like all the OGs. And mm-hmm. I just I make my little kid heart so happy to just see them all interacting again and like mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I know. I know. And I think it's going to, well, the guy who produced, why do I think his name is like Ratty? Is it fucking Ratty or something like that? Produced uh, the last documentary had said like, I'm so excited for the project that we're working on. And so I'm wondering if that's what the project is. It's the Disney project. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be called. I really hope it comes out. That'd be so nice to see like everyone together. Yeah, literally like a whole reunion of the, cause I, I do, cause Demi was saying like how like growing up as a childhood star, like that's another thing I talked about in the podcast, like how that impacted them. They were literally in the limelight since they were seven years old. Like that has to have a huge effect on someone. And a lot of the other Disney stars were in the spotlight from a very young age too, like Demi and Selena Ron Barney together at the age of seven. So I feel like I definitely want to hear like other people's experiences and like, not just because obviously Demi had their own experience, but like Selena's experience and Miley's experience was probably like similar. And so moving away from um, the podcast now, I think we, you know, covered all the highlights. Um, Mm -hmm. Demi's team, Demi's team, I guess, DemiLovato.com now has official merch. Um, And I will show you guys what the merch looks like um, because I have it pulled up here on Twitter. Um, There's only two pieces as far as I know. Um, There's four now. They added two today, but there was two older ones. So they're on there if you want to take a look. Yeah, when I got the email, I was like, oh, are these excited to see what these look like? And I clicked (laughs) on it. I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, so this is that I saw, I didn't see the new ones, but the ones I saw, there's this um holy fuck sweatshirt, which I mean it's it's okay. I mean, I wouldn't pay, you know, $70 for it or whatever it is. It's it's probably I think it's 55, but still. Does it just say Demi Lovato with a cross on it? Yeah, literally. That's it. 
Okay. And then there's a t-shirt, which I really don't like, like the blood splatter. Like what the hell? That's probably the, I would say personally, like the best one, but still like in the back, did you see, did you see the back of it? It says, holy fuck on it. And like yeah, the yeah. blood. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, then um, I guess I'm going off of Demi Lovato news guys. So I guess they didn't post the two new pieces and I don't feel like going on Demi Lovato. Oh yeah. They're like, there's another one that has like Demi on the bed with the cross. And then there's something else but I can't even remember but anyway as we all know lovaticware.com is better so go pop <laughs> pages, if you haven't seen Paige's new uh in the works uh she's working on um the, the exact jacket that Demi was seen wearing a leather jacket that says like uh something about go to hell and holy fuck yeah. on the back it has all this shit Paige is hand painting it everyone thank you she's thank. hand painting it literally one by one one jacket by one I'm literally amazed at you honestly because I, I would Thank have a fucking breakdown um, you might, I might have to be I'll probably be painting when you're here literally. <laughs> <Pulling> together <laughs> so if you guys uh it goes up this Saturday um so when this episode is going out I guess tomorrow so um get your jacket it goes up at 12 p.m eastern standard time on lovaticware.com on August 27th again this is Saturday um how much is it going to be well, since it, they're very expensive, they're the exact, I have to, I feel like I always need to like clarify because like, if I just say a price, be like, what the fuck? But um, this is the exact leather jacket that wh- whoever made this for Demi used. I was, at, I cannot find a difference whatsoever. The best quality leather jacket, it's like an actual like motorcycle jacket. So it's heavy. It's not for the week. It's very heavy to like wear, but um, yeah, it's a, uh, it, it's going to be 145 because they're very expensive to just buy on their own. Um, but because it's hand painted and there's just like a lot of time that goes into yeah. making them. So I was trying, I was like, I had to ask all of my friends and I was asking you guys that, you know, follow me on there, like what I should price, price it. Cause I didn't know I'd never sold anything hand painted, but I promise it's worth it. It's such like, it's such a nice piece. Like it's such a collectible. I feel like it'd be so cute, like even framed in like a, some type of big, like sh- a shadow box. box. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it'd be really cute. I hope that I can, some of you guys will be wearing it to tour. I think I'm going to wear mine probably. I would be sweating. So I can't do that. <laughs> I know. I know. I want maybe just like for the photos and then like, I'll take it off and drape it over the chair, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, feel like it's going to be it's perfect for the fall time coming up so so yeah. definitely go cop yours again august 27th 12 p.m eastern standard time um page so so hard on this it's been in the works for a while so like from seeing the picture to yeah. getting the jacket to page painting it like it's been definitely like a there's a lot of care that has gone into this jacket so it's definitely worth all the money in the world and we all know that if demi's official team sold it it'd be easily like 300 400 so be grateful thanks angel i love you (laughs) get you a jacket um you know support uh small businesses because large corporations can fuck ass (laughs) well demi at the end of the day gets like a lot of people think like oh well um like why would i buy from a random person like i'd rather support the actual artists like just know most of my money goes to towards demi anyway like demi tickets so demi's getting the money anyway so just uh, just look at it that way um sometimes i'll buy some uh, food for the house here and there but that's about it (laughs) um Um, i did want to go back to tour i should have done this when we were at tour um but if you guys haven't seen i don't know how official this is but i saw it on um instagram actually uh, let me go on. 
So I saw it. Um, there's official European, I don't know if it's official, but European uh, tour dates have been like rumored. Um, mm -hmm. So if you, I don't know if you guys follow Twitter with Levotics, it's on Instagram, uh, but they posted like this thing. It says, uh, European Levotics, are y'all ready? And then I don't know what website this is on, but it says, holy fuck tour, tour by Demi Lovato. And it says start date, end date. And then it says shows 27 in North America, seven in South America, and 11 in Europe, which is basically like confirming that there's European dates. There's, it doesn't say time, but it says like 45 dates in total. Um, I, everyone, that's like the number of question I get asked is if Demi is going to like tour Europe and hundred percent, a hundred percent just keep streaming the album just to show like, that's what like somebody on Demi's team was saying. It's like, you need to stream the album just so we know. But seriously, I think springtime, like Demi's going to take a break after this tour for the holidays and then come back for the springtime and tour, I think Europe. Yeah. Cause it, it literally says like. 27 in North America, 7 in South America, 11 in Europe, but 45 dates total. It's not going to focus. Wait, wait, right there. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how official it is, what website it's from, um, but it's there. I don't think it would be like, who's going to randomly make up like 11 in Europe? I don't know. Like, I just yeah. feel like it's definitely coming, guys. So, don't get like discouraged. Uh, if you are an international lobotic, you will see Demi. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah. And you guys could always travel to Connecticut and come to the show with us if you want. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wanted to just briefly talk about Demi's birthday party that it was so cute. They looked like they had so much fun dancing. Yes. It was like low key. It looked like, did you see the balloons with Demi's face on it? Yes, I did. It's so cute. Okay. It was, everything about it was so cute. I feel like, I don't know what party, I think it was their 25th or 27th. Um, but like the pictures um, that like, these yeah, like, look at the twenty fifth. Yeah, the like, 25th. These, black, these black and white ones. I was like, I recognized that like that like photo yeah. booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was the same like photo booth or whatever that they had for twenty fifth birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously this is a lovely picture of Demi with uh, their lover Jutes. Yes, so, love so, that. I've always I've been asked what I thought about him, and always like Demi's exes in the past. I just never really had like. I just didn't really pay attention, just didn't really like them too much. I don't know. I just focused on Demi, but I feel like maybe because when I was at the Illinois State Fair, he was right next. So I was like, I have a picture of, with him in the background. I don't even, we were going to go up and talk to him, but he had walked away at that point and we were going to ask for a picture. But I also did feel a little weird because I was like, oh, like, like, I don't want him to just be like, oh, you're taking a picture of me because I'm Demi Lovato's boyfriend. So I just felt really weird. But he, the whole show was standing in front of us in like the VIP section recorded the whole thing I swear to God did not put his phone down like was so proud of Demi just looked so proud he was like singing and like dancing along like while he's recording the whole thing and it was clapping every time Demi finished a song I have just good vibes from him I don't know I'm just I feel like Demi's happy yeah I was talking to uh, Paige before we started recording and like not to like I don't know is it the right word to like stereotype them but like obviously like Demi's in uh, their emo era and Jutes is like in his emo era so like mm -hmm. I just feel like they just like in this time period they just like mesh so well together because they have like the similar interests and similar styles and similar like just ever, like they're just they they're like the same person like oh just different you know yes so yeah. like they're definitely like not to be like you know they're but they're like meant for each other <laughs> I, I believe that like in this moment like I mean obviously like you know things happen but I really do feel like out of all of Demi's exes boyfriends girlfriends that this one is like meant to last it seems like he 
he cares so much about Demi. You could just tell, I mean, some, some people are probably listening. Like you guys don't even know him. You're ridiculous. I like, I get that. We don't know, but just from what we have seen, I like the fact that he didn't post about Demi until Demi posted about him, which cannot be said. The same thing can't be said about Max, like with the whole going on Instagram live while Demi's sleeping, all that weird shit that happened. So that it could just like, there I don't know it was just how like he definitely respects Demi and like wants what's best for Demi and like doesn't like want to hurt them in any way like isn't malicious or want to like you know just it seems like he just wants to make Demi happy and laugh and the birthday post was the cutest thing I've ever seen yeah and like they're just their interactions together on Instagram like commenting back and forth and like Demi like posting his story and like him resharing Demi's story and then like commenting with each other it's just like cute little interactions yeah, and like, it's like we do you know like when we're yeah. in a relationship it's like normal you know what I yeah. mean um but yeah it seemed like a lot of fun we didn't get invited to the birthday party though Demi so maybe next year <laughs> I feel like since this birthday was so huge like 30th birthday I felt like it I mean not that it should have been because obviously it's Demi's birthday but I feel like it would have been cool if like they live they went like Instagram live or something for the party and yeah. like it's, it's a huge birthday like it's 30 years old like I don't know. I feel like that would have been cool, but obviously it's Demi's birthday, so they could do whatever they want. We'll have to we'll live stream for your birthday <laughs> when you turn thirty. Everyone, stick around. <laughs> Nine years from now, guys. <laughs> so, with that being said, guys, um, that is it for this second episode of the week. You're welcome. We fed you all this week. <laughs> but thank you. And you so get much. another one Sunday. So is yeah. that technically three? Not really. Three within a week's time. Yes. Yes. Yep. So we're we're feeding you guys well. Look out for our Sunday's episode. That's like our normal uploading time, but we're just trying Sometimes to make really. time here. Uh, yeah. Monday. Yeah. So yeah. thank you guys for tuning in for your weekly dose of Debbie. Yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.